Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. It works. It took a, a couple of weeks to get used to it. I'm trying to actually get others to try it because uh, I think it's that good. It, it really does make things more regulated and consistent and you feel more normal. And, you know, I, I go by results. I'm a results-oriented kind of guy. And the results with this stuff are very good. I mean, I do find that I'm, I'm sleeping most of the time, sleeping better. I'm down like seven pounds. And I'm not doing anything special in terms of dieting. I'm just taking this and I'm, I'm eating somewhat less because I'm not snacking as much as I used to. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hey, everybody, it's Kate. Listen, if you're local for the next week and a half, you can come by Canyon Media Studios and you can buy with cash or a check one of those wonderful little uh, Kate Daly Show silver round coins uh, that we have right now in stock. And so I want to make this offer available to those that didn't want to maybe order it online but wanted to just to buy it in person. You can do that. You can come by Canyon Media and I'll help you out with that. Um, and they're $99 plus tax. And so, of course, uh, come by and uh, get some for Christmas. What a great Christmas gift. Also putting silver back in people's pockets. How wonderful is that, right? And also a great reminder to be faithful and fearless. Also uh, talking about Lady Liberty. She's on the cover of it, just like the first coin minted in the United States. Don't you love history? Share that history with those that you love and put some silver back in their pocket that I think will only grow what a great gift. So if you're local to this area that I'm in, in St. George or the southern half of Utah, come on down to Canyon Media. And for the next week and a half, you can get one right here in person. Thanks, you guys. Listen to the Kate Daly Show. Warning, may cause excessive shrugging, deep sighing, and eye rolling. The show starts now. Everybody's got to have a little place for their stuff. That's all life is about. That's the meaning of life. <laughs> Trying to find a place to keep your stuff. That's all your house is. Think of it. That's all your house is. It's a place to keep your stuff. If you didn't have so much stuff, you wouldn't need a house. You could just walk around all the time. That's all your house is. It's a pile of stuff with a cover on it. That's all your house is. It's a place to keep your stuff while you go out and get more stuff. Sometimes you gotta move. Sometimes you gotta move. You gotta get a bigger house. Why? Too much stuff. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. We're live today on a Thursday. And uh, I like that clip from George um, Carlin because it's true, although it's more than that. A house is, a home is more than that. But oh, yeah. I, I totally get his reference on this stuff because if you feel like you just want to purge <laughs> this year and you want to start fresh and you want to get rid of a lot of stuff, I know my husband's been pressuring me to get rid of stuff. And uh, I, can, I understand why. Sometimes you just have too much stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we become a victim of our stuff. But I laugh because that clip, minus the cuss words, which I took out, it's funny because he goes on and on. And he says, you know, you get this house and then you got to have a storage unit for the rest of the stuff that you can't keep 
under your roof, you know, and and how many people do that? And it's so true. I yeah. have something in my garage, uh-huh. and every time I clean the garage, I try to throw it away. And and someone says, "No, that's for a project I plan on doing." Ah. And that project has been in the planning for twelve years. <laughs> no, that's the truth. Twelve though. years. <laughs> <laughs> We're not naming names, though. No, no. I, I totally I believe that, because I'm the same way. And it's like, well, I hate to get rid of that, because the second you get rid of it, you're going to want it. Yeah, oh yeah. You're going to go looking for it. And it's the only one on Earth. <laughs> That's so true. And how many times, you know, how many times situations have changed, and then I need that backup, you know, in the house or from the garage. or It's tough. And I think most guys would get rid of it all. Do you think? Most women are, are more tools. of the savers. Yeah, except for tools. tools you guys will you not get rid of a tool no. or a three-fourths of the way can of paint or a, you know, I, I mean, you guys are funny when it comes to tools. I like it, but it's funny. However, I made a big mistake a What's couple of years ago when I was so ill. Yeah. I really had, was being convinced that I didn't have long to live. Mm. And so I sold a bunch of tools. I sold all my reloading equipment. Oh, wow, really? I, yeah, because I figure, well, I'm never going to be able to use it again the oh, way things wow. are going. Yeah. And now here I yeah, am. Now I have to that. go out and buy all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Um, Wow. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, am I being sexist when I say, I, I think women tend to keep stuff around more because everything's seasonal too. So, you know, there's Christmas and I haven't even put away Christmas yet, you know, but there's Christmas stuff. I mean, you know, I think guys would get rid of all of it. I, I don't know if women keep more stuff, but they keep more useless stuff. <laughs> so says you. <laughs> well, I think it's useful. I mean, if you ask me, if you're asking me. Exactly, my point. Anyway, um, but yeah, too much stuff, clearly. I know it's a first world problem for sure, but, uh, you know, I think we, we get a little mired in our stuff, maybe. You know, don't you hear that from people, though? They lose everything or they... Or they, they decide to kind of unload a lot of it, and they actually feel more free. They don't mm-hmm. feel so tied into their stuff. I don't know. I hear that from people. Like, they feel more free from it all. I don't know. The younger people aren't as bad, mm-hmm. because they've grown up in an era where most everything is disposable. Right. You don't fix it. You don't repair it. You throw it away and get a new one. Boom. Right. That's so, the they're thing. not as bad at keeping right. stuff around for a long mm-hmm. time. Well, to, we were just talking to somebody in the studio that was uh, about to purge her, like, uh, and organize her garage, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to go in the garage, especially in the wintertime, to go clean it. But I think a lot of people are kind of feeling like, I need a fresh new start, or I need things to, I don't know. And it does help, I think, for a new year coming. I think it kind of helps to get organized and maybe feel a little less claustrophobic with all the stuff. I would imagine if you're like the people that have... 12-year-old projects in their garage <laughs> that haven't been done, to get rid of that stuff yeah. would kind of be yeah. a relief. Yeah. You never have to I say think. again, oh, I have a project I'm going to do someday. Right. You know, no, that's it's, true. do yeah. it, get, get off, it's yeah. done. Yeah. Um, we have a lot, you know, in the next hour, I want to talk about um, AI because of Jordan, well, let me put it this way. Jordan Peterson did a great clip on AI, 
and talking about what's coming for us in the future. And I posted it on Facebook, but I'm shadow banned right now. And so hardly anyone's going to see that. But it was really important to find out what's going on this year, this next year, and what's coming down the pike. And when I say, well, kind of scary, but actually dangerous, not scary as much as it is just dangerous um, for where we're going with it. And then McDonald's just came out and said, um, you know, full automation. And I mean, full automation now. And that was a little trippy because I think that we don't realize how dispensable we are. And that's going to become a huge problem for us. But, but I'm, well, I want to play that in the next hour and I want to get your take on that. And then in the last hour, I want to talk about this last year. There was an article in Deseret News, and it was like the year of mass shootings, 2022. And I'm like, it was? Did I? Really? Did you miss something? I don't know. And then, and then they cited two shootings. And it was uh, Club Q in Colorado, which I have a lot of doubts about um, as far as that goes. It was dropped pretty quickly by the press, which anyway... There's that thing. And then, of course, Uvalde, which I have a lot of questions about, as you know. And um, and I brought those to the forefront. But that was it. And they just made it look like the year of the mass shooting. And I was going, that's that's strange. That's a strange headline. Because I think most people are going, it was? I don't recall that. They acted like it was, well, they're building a narrative is what they're doing. And so they really want gun control. And Deseret News likes gun control because anytime that comes up, they'll post anything that they can about red flag and gun control in favor of it. And I know that's shocking for some of you that are just brand new to the show, but Deseret News sold out a long time ago. And and, uh, I watch its headlines all the time. But I just, they're, they're trying to frame the last year in a narration that doesn't exactly work. And there's way too many problems with those two shootings, Um, too many questions and not enough answers. So that leaves me kind of, hmm, they're really doubling down on this effort, really doubling down. Hmm. Now, Senator, state Senator, I'll never call him Senator, state Senator, let's go with the lowlier title. State Senator Ibsen is all for uh, red flag. And I know that's shocking to some people that know him. Just ask him. He'll tell you because he's been in a lot of articles around here promoting red flag as a suicide prevention thing. And it's, that's not what it's for. Red flag is to take away your second amendment. And, uh, cause we already have things on the books for suicide. We already have that. You don't need red flag for that. So it's a lie. So Senator Ibsen is going to be pressing forward. I think on this issue more, you're probably going to be hearing more from him on that. Um, Senator Ibsen also did the kind of fake out with the whole Dixie thing. Oh, I really care about Dixie, but darn it, I can't do anything about it. You know, fake fighting. I don't like the fake fight. And so it'll be interesting to see this next year as they really try to get some measures in for gun control because it's coming. And you wrote a big post about gun control. It was great. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. It's, uh, you know, gun control has mm-hmm. has saved us. The lack of gun control yes. has saved has us. Has saved us as a nation because if it wasn't, of the low crime rate we have. Well, that and if it wasn't because for the fact that we have so many arms in this country. I keep explaining to people that this way. A one million man army uh-huh. cannot, no matter how good their equipment is, defeat a 125 million man army, no matter how poor their equipment is. Yeah. It yeah. can't be done. Right, right, right. And we have such a low crime rate in the United States. So the framing of these articles by Deseret News is, 
there's so many lies contained in it because we actually have such a low violence rate. We actually have a very low rate in gun death is way below 1%. Oh. And it's because 90% of our country is armed. That's why. More people are mm-hmm. dying of drug overdoses yeah. than gun violence. Right. So you're going to see so much more of that. And that's all I kept thinking when I was when I was looking at this. I just kept thinking, oh, no, this is going to this is going to be a year where they really which means you guys know. Right. I don't mean to talk in half sentences, but you realize that the narrative will be pushed up when the narratives pushed up. It means that events are going to happen that were manufactured to happen so that the solution and response that they already have prepared can come in. And you're going to see people like State Senator Ibsen begging for red flag. You're going to see a lot of these, um, a lot on what are are supposed to be Republicans that like the Second Amendment. You're going to see a lot of elected officials that you like start talking red flag. And I think this state... Because we're leading out in the um, ID, driver's license tied to the vaccines, because we're leading out in a lot of things, Spencer Cox is definitely taking us down these roads as the forefront of pushing New World Order stuff. You're going to see a lot of people switcheroo on the on the Second Amendment. And if you're one of those people, we're watching you. We will call you out daily mm-hmm. on the air when you're promoting red flag. So just be warned right now as we go, as we launch into 2023. Um, yeah, we will we will talk about you every single day if you are there to to do the whole uh, bait, uh, the, you know, the switch, right? What yeah, is it called? Bait Swi- and switch. Bait and switch on your citizens that got you into office and when you start to turn on them and, and uh, promote red flag, we're going to be on you. You have no idea because if there's anything that drives me nuts is getting knifed in the back by politicians uh, that uh, that lie. So we're going to be right on you. And when I was reading your post, too, I just thought, you know, you made some great points. And I um, we certainly have a problem in understanding that we already have things on the books. We already have too many things on the books. You do not need any additional things to harm our Second Amendment right. In fact, you should go be an elected official that starts to repeal all the stuff that yeah. they have um, instead of adding to it. And um, oh, the state scares me because we have this cloak of red, but we're very blue and we accept the blue because it's coming from the red. Does that make sense? So I, it, it makes me sick. I, I hate to see our cha- our state change to California, but we yeah, are. Yeah. Something really great is happening right now in What's New that? York. Okay. And it has to do with, are the Republicans really any better than the Democrats? Mm. It's this elected representative, Santos. Yeah. I was just has reading about him. admitted he's a, he says <laughs> this. I'm not a criminal. This controversy will not deter me from having a good legislative success. Mm. I will be effective. I will be good. I'm just a liar. (laughs) Wow. You're going to get more of that. We're going to get so much more of that. Wow. Oh, I know. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. We're live. You can call up 888-673-1450. We'll be right back. Merry Christmas. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. We've come through all the rest. We'll get through this. We've made mistakes. 
Good old Barry. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. You can call up 888-673-1450, 888-673-1450. We'd love to hear from you. And, of course, we would. And uh, Southwest Vision, you guys are awesome. Uh, 673-5577. Make sure you get over there to get your glasses. And they're going to take such good care of you. They're so sweet with everybody. And they take their time. And that's a rarity. <laughs> so I really like Southwest Vision. Um, they just do a spectacular job. And they've got every piece of technology to help you figure out what, you know, help them figure out what they're, how they're going to help you. And they just do a stellar job. Anyway, great, great people over there. Southwest Vision. Can't, can't recommend them highly enough. Um, invasionbook.com, get the book, and also go to treeoflibertysociety.com and join the class that's happening on January 6th. Ben McClintock is doing a class on, uh, boy, on exposing things and also um, helping people to understand, waking them up and helping them to understand what we can do. Also, um, I just wanted uh, to mention to ABC Auto, they're fantastic. If you're in an accident, go to ABC Auto and let them help you because they're going to make your car perfect again. And uh, they have a five-star rating for a reason. They are going to do all of the paperwork for you. They work with the insurance company. You don't have to do a thing. You can just go about your business, which is really nice. And they have great customer service. I love those guys. ABC Auto in Washington. Um, Great patriots. Um, They said gas prices are going to go down. (laughs) Well, I would hope since they were half the rate a couple years ago, that'd be nice. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's supposed to that's supposed to make us feel real cheery that we have a coup in the White House, you know, and uh, that they've cooed us. And um, it's supposed to make you feel really good. I guess they can hike it up super high. And if they if they start to bring it down a little, you're supposed to kiss their rear ends and tell them thank you. And love them. And we have the two most fraudulent people sitting up in those seats. It's just amazing. Thank goodness it wasn't an insurrection. (laughs) (laughs) It's they use that word so often and it's so it just says a lot about where we're at right now. And, uh, you know, I was I was uh, just starting to kind of do some research, too, on um, what's her name? Uh, The FBI agent, Corey Lorick who was sort of placed in the position. She's an FBI agent placed into the position of um, helping to run the elections. And don't you just wonder how much of that is going on? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I wonder how much of that's going on. And as the truth starts to come out, will anything ever be done about that? She's listed on the secret. She's listed on the Secretary of State's website as Arizona's Director of Election Services. She's an FBI agent. You know, it's funny because I saw a comment that said the FBI is plotting to overthrow the government, and I'm going, "Well, it's a dog eat dog world." Um, you know, when you're when you're if you're the FBI plotting to take over from the coup, you're not. 
you're not exactly the good guy <laughs> either. So that's not good news. And it's just stuff like this that we, that keeps kind of leaking out. You were talking about um, Santos. Yeah, what a yeah. star of the Republican <laughs> Party this guy's going to be. Total cad. It just goes to show, though, that yeah. the Republicans are no different in, in most ways from right. the Democrats. Santos has now been caught in numerous lies about his history. A lot of lies. Like 14 major like he owned property that he didn't own. Uh-huh. He, he graduated from a university. He didn't graduate from any secondary Sounds education. Sounds like uh, King Fraud a lot, consistently Worse. lying about his academic records, yep. and yeah, that's why he couldn't run for president the first two times. Everything that came out of the guy's mouth mm-hmm. was a lie. And yet his attitude is this. Like, and we see this in many, many elected right. officials. Look, I haven't broken laws. I'm not a criminal. I've been immoral, unethical, I've lied, <laughs> but I'm not a criminal and I'll do a great job for you. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how how do you <laughs> Come to that conclusion. It's amazing what they try to sell us on. It reminds me of um, of Nixon. And now I know that the whole just when I say this, I'm just talking about the words he used because I actually think there was a, a plot to get him right, out. Right, absolutely, at 100. So um, that actually wasn't wasn't fair to him, even though I I'm not I don't really love Nixon, but I'll tell you something. There was a plot. But th- these were his words. 30 seconds. Here we go. And I want to say this to the television audience. I made my mistakes, but in all of my years of public life, I have never profited, never profited from public service. I've earned every cent. And in all of my years of public life, I have never obstructed justice. And I think, too, that I can say that in my years of public life, that I welcome this kind of examination because people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. All right. All righty then. Yeah. But it's the same kind of thing. I mean, it's it's a it's talking around it and not actually saying you're that. It's a very strange way to do it. Mm-hmm. So he's basically going, "Yeah, I lied. I lied about all these things, but I'm not actually a liar. I just I lie, but I'm not a liar." That's yeah. fresh. it was a necessary <laughs> lie. That's this is the wow. the uh, this Santos guy is yeah. amazing. Yeah. He said, "I intend to deliver mm-hmm. on the promises I made during the campaign." Now, now does he separate those promises from the lies, <laughs> <laughs> or were they lies mm. too? No, no. I'm going to fight crime. Right. I'm going to fight to lower inflation. I'm going to improve the education system that I never had. Yeah. <laughs> People elected me to fight for them. Totally amazing. Wow. He he feels no remorse yeah. at all for the lies he told during the campaign. None. None. No remorse. Oh, I see that in in some elected officials that we've that we've propped up the ones that are kind of at the forefront. I mean, look at the people trying to change the flag into this really strange monstrosity. Um, And, you know, they're always putting themselves marketing themselves. 
to us Utahns. And then they do those things and they do those things and then they try to couch it in terms of, I'm just helping. I'm just doing my part and I'm mm-hmm. standing for America. No, you're not. You're, you're ruining the state. You're ruining the, these things that you said you wouldn't do. Do you believe, does anyone believe elected officials anymore? I mean, it's just very, very difficult. I see very few. I see one city council member in St. George that actually stands up for truth. I see I see very, very few people actually, actually come and, and do what they say they're going to do. And it's so hard and so difficult. And I just applaud. I, p- I applaud the very, very few that have a backbone to do it because they have to put up with a lot of junk from a lot of stupid citizens. <laughs> and so I, I appreciate that because for the most part, this is the kind of junk we're getting. Mm-hmm. Is Santos on a scale in, in Utah? This is kind of what you see out there. We, we you know, we see these things mm-hmm. even locally, though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, we do. Yeah, we I mean, badly, locally. badly. And one of the most irritating things there, you know, there's a big campaign here locally to mm-hmm. get the t- meeting time changed for the county commission meetings. Yeah, they you know, they don't want to do that. They, they do don't want transparency at all. They don't want to have to answer to people. Yeah, because if they mm-hmm. change it to 6 p.m., yeah. five times as many people are going to show up at these meetings. Right, and they're making like a, what 120 grand a year for doing this job, but they have to have it convenient. They got to be yeah. home for dinner, people. Mm-hmm. They got to be home for dinner at 5:30. So how? Do Dare you encroach? And it has nothing to do with that. It's all about trans- lack of transparency. Right. Yeah. It's not because they right. can't work two more hours <laughs> on one. Yeah. <laughs> Once on, a month. Yeah. It's yeah. And so we need to keep pressing for these changes. I think it's really really important locally. We talked about property rights yesterday on the show and had some great calls about the loss of property rights. And we also heard from a couple of people that that say, you know, I'm I can see I can see the point of respecting neighbors' rights and having certain things allowed in neighborhoods or standards or what have you. You can't just do whatever the heck you want. And then um, I see people that that can see through the housing uh, crisis shortage and they realize that this is just a Trojan horse to get affordable, which is not affordable. It's taxpayer-funded housing in. So there's a lot of really good people, and I think there, I think there's there might be several sides to this, but at the same time, if you own that property, do you own it or not? Do you own it or not? Do you call the shots on that property or not? And can cities and counties come along and change everything and tell you what you can do on that said property? And my answer to that would be no. They cannot tell you. The answer is so simple. Just look at the definition of eminent domain. Right. That's what it's all. It, yeah. They can't just take your property or the use of your property or the way you use your property mm-hmm. from you for right. any reason. We're going to have to have more people suing the city, yes. the county. We're going to have to have more lawsuits to provide some pushback. What other pushback do you have? Because they're using their interpretation of the law to go after people and it's not okay. And there's a lot of people out there suffering. Same thing with mining rights. And I know they've screwed so many people out of their mining rights by owning the land and access ways. And you know, damn them for doing that. This is not okay. And then they paste a big smile, cheesy, weird smile on their face, put their hand to their heart and, and pledge the allegiance as if they're some sort of savior for the city or county, these elected officials. And what they're doing is they're ruining people's lives. Mining rights, property rights, it's not okay. 
And they make so many mistakes, they can't even claim that their superior knowledge justifies everything they do. I know. The mistakes... Los Angeles right now, mm-hmm. what a disaster. Right. They built 10,000 units for 60,000 homeless people mm-hmm. at $1.2 million each. What? $1.2 million. How many places did that provide? You know where it was? Where? It was in a beach city. Oh, God. Venice Beach. The most expensive real estate? Venice Mm -hmm. Beach. They built housing, low-income housing for the homeless, $1.2 million per unit. They finally admitted that it's not possible to build housing for the homeless. (laughs) Well, not at that rate. (laughs) You know, it just, you know what my first thought when you say that is? Oh, okay. So something's going on to then eradicate the homeless. And then that property then is taken over by Uh the very cheese heads that, that made sure it got it got developed. Sure, because yeah. the city bought it to develop the low-income housing. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> citizen, put on your mandatory I Love St. George t-shirt and just love what's going on yep. with this uh, housing. And you know what? They are. They're cramming it down our throats, and it's yep. all under the guise of shortages when really what they're trying to do is get a lot of federal money, and they're building these places. And I'm sorry, they don't look that fantastic. And um, this, the, you know, the, the skyline around here, it just it's so different now than it was even three oh. years ago. And it's not okay. Washington City, I'm looking at you guys too. So bad how much they're doing over there and how much they're allowing over there in that kind of housing. Anyway, be right back. Federal funded, taxpayer funded housing. Be right back. Keep Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. One minute to go. One minute to say goodbye before we say hello. Let's start the new year right. That's a little bing for you. Little Bing Crosby. Oh, welcome back. Hope you guys are doing well. And 888-673-1450 is the phone number. Uh, That is Let's Start the New Year Right, 2023 coming upon us. And uh, we're live today. We have a lot to share with you today concerning things today. Um, I also want some feedback um, in the last hour from you guys. I'm going to ask a question. And also, um, garage doors only, you guys are... Uh, doing such a good job. Get your garage door from them. If you guys could help out these sponsors of this show, I would just be really grateful to you because these people work very hard. They're good patriots. This is what America's all about. And um, they're going to strive to to make sure your experience is amazing. And that's what I love about them. And that's why I talk about them on the show. Dixie Chiropractic, same thing. Ward Wagner. They'll all strive to make sure you're taken care of and, and, and just do wonderful customer service. And I really appreciate that about my sponsors. And they need your help. I have um, also the Silver Rounds. I have more coming next week. So they'll be here probably by this weekend. And you can stop by and get some more um, Silver Rounds, the Kate Daly Show um, replica coin modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States. Um, there was a, a, a big demand for them last week, and I'm excited about that. It really helps the show. And if you want to help Truth and Radio and do something and help us stay on the air, that is a wonderful action to take. And we really appreciate you. They're $99, but they'll put money back in your pocket. The digital currency is due to start 
in May. Uh, May to June is kind of what we're hearing uh, from various sources. And you're going to want gold and silver. And I do think it's going to go up. That's my personal um, projection there. But after talking to, you know, the people that I talk to all the time that I bring on the show, financial analysts, they're like, yeah, that's going to go up. So it'll put money back in your pocket. And I feel really good about that. It's what we need right now. I know many of you are struggling. And, and uh, so thank you for your help. We were just amazed. I just posted a picture online on the Kate Daly show on Facebook and on my own personal feed, if you're a friend of mine. And AI was asked to produce a, a picture of God. So AI drew a portrait of God. And you, I think you just have to go and look on Facebook yeah. right now to see what AI produced. What did you think? What was the first thing that you thought of when you saw this photo? I thought... If it's a picture of anybody, it's Satan. Yeah. It's so evil looking. Yes. It's so creepy. I was just, I was actually, I don't know why, but I was actually sort of expecting like a, a picture sort of of uh, just it's, it's version and maybe it looked more Middle Eastern or whatever the case. I didn't expect to see. Satan. I should have now that I'm thinking about it with AI, but AI was asked to produce a picture of God. You've got to go see this photo. You got to go see this portrait. Hi, uh, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey guys. Hi. Remember the statue of Martin Luther King they put up? He looks like a chairman Mao. Oh yeah. Isn't that creepy? Yes. Yes. Imagine, very creepy. I imagine the one that they just put out the yeah, same line. It's, but, uh, yeah. It's Moses got... went up to the Mount to get the 10 suggestions, right? Uh huh. Yeah, the, the suggestions no, it, that we're all supposed to just sort of look at, <laughs> they're glance at. They should be yeah. severely enforced. Yeah. Or there, there'll be no, there'll be I, no justice. I'm with you. No I'm so, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I still can't believe they'd had a global climate repentance meeting and an ushering of 10 new climate commandments. I, I'm just, if we were ever a populace that tried to mock a god, we're it. That's us. Uh, that's our generations doing that. Wow. This photo, though, I, <laughs> you guys, it has horns coming out of his head. Lots of them. Lots of them. And it's just dark, dark and evil, what AI, what AI produced. I fear a world where AI becomes so dangerous that we could not have envisioned it. And when I play this clip from Jordan Peterson coming in, he actually talks about interacting with AI and what happened. The, 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 the story following his interaction, because he said, this is this year coming this year. This is not far out there. And I was thinking about that because I don't, we do this show and I, I understand where we're going. And then you go about your daily business. You go to the store, you go out to eat, you're, you're doing sort of your daily life. And it's hard to imagine these things coming to fruition, the things we talk about. And probably that's why we get called theorists all the time. Oh, gosh, they're mm -hmm. you know, crazy. Well, it's coming. And like he said, he goes, you can't even understand what's coming in AI, what we're going to be.
what, what, what hoisted upon us, and we're not we're not going to be able to get out from under it. We've already laid the tracks. We're, we're going to be the slaves mm-hmm. for the operation of the AI. Yeah. And, you know, think about this for a second. A lot of people are in our youth, like I would say the millennials, have been sort of led into more technology jobs, right? Computer jobs and so forth, earning a living. We have a lot of people that put up the 5G. They earn a living doing that. They're not evil people. It's just that that's how they make their living. We have a lot of people that contribute to the smart technology, right? For utilities, the, uh, we have a lot of people that um, deal in smartphones. We have a lot of people that, that deal some way, somehow as their job in promoting, building and implementing these technologies. So when we say laying down the tracks, it takes an awful lot of us to do that. We just don't realize we're doing it to our own enslavement. doesn't mean that people are bad doing it. Maybe they just don't realize what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know what's in their heart, but there's a lot of people out there that will try to justify all of that in their minds. And this is why yesterday we talked about walk away, walk away. If you're doing anything to contribute to the loss of your own liberty and your grandchildren's liberty, walk away from that job. If you're a physician and you realize that you just changed the name of remdesivir so somebody doesn't notice it, walk away. This is your opportunity. Walk away. Do something that matters. You know, after browsing this article with Mm -hmm. these pictures, Uh first of all, that's just the first picture that shows the really horrendous one. Mm -hmm. But there are about 12 pictures Mm -hmm. of different visions of what God would be by this artificial intelligence system. Uh Uh, And the system is called Night Cafe. The other pictures are just as strange in different ways. And it looks to me, obviously, that it wasn't artificial intelligence that created these pictures. It was programming by a human being. Ooh. That's yeah. what well, it I has think. to be, right? Because yes. it can't invent itself. Now, it can kind of go off the rails, they, they say, in the future as far as being dangerous like that. But you're right, though. It has to initiate from somebody. Yes. And this, this was programmed. It, it's not just, oh, this is what artificial intelligence decided yeah. what God looks right. like. No, 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 no. There's this programming is, in is, there. Yeah. Uh, they just want you to think this is what it looks like because AI did it and mm-hmm. AI has a way of figuring it out, which isn't prejudice no, no. <laughs> towards what he looks like. This was evil. This is just pure evil. Yep. I go, go look at the photo yep. on Facebook. It's evil. It's, um, you know, the, you know, being Christian and, and going down that road. I know we have prayer of the city coming up. We've got all these things and, and these are wonderful events. I, I think about what it's going to take to be a Christian in five years in America. What do you think that looks like? What do you think that really looks like? Think about five years from now is 2028 going on 2028. What does it look like to be a Christian in America in five short years? I think we're going to bring back martyrdom. Ooh. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. Persecution and martyrdom. Yeah. I just, you know, I was looking at everybody's lovely Facebook messages and talking about Christ and talking about, you know, how blessed their families are. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I'm not, I'm not demeaning that in any way. I I love that people will put those messages out there because they're inspiring and they're great. And I just wonder, I kept thinking, and I know this is so like a kind of a dark thought, but I thought when we're really put to the test... How many will still be standing that will be able to still say those beautiful things? And I 
feel sad about it. I feel sad about it going into 2023 because I think, are we really doing what we need to do for our families and ourselves and shoring up, shoring that up and making sure that foundation is strong to withstand what happens five years from now? I, I think that's something I'm going to be working on this year a lot. You know, I had a weird dream last night. You did? And what? it was about the future of the it? church. My yeah. church. Your church, Catholic church. Yeah. And it? in the dream, mm-hmm. I got up to go to mass. And when I got there, instead of mass, there was a whole mass-like event going on where the people were worshiping trees. Trees? Trees. Um, I don't weird. know. Yeah, it is very weird. Very strange. Not God trees wow. and I thought to myself what is going on here yeah yeah and and then they were talking about how the trees are going to sustain life and I, the worship uh, of the nature. worship of nature and I just it, it was so frightening and evil seeming it woke me up at 3 a.m I I just couldn't believe I was this is not the first weird dream I've had about climate. Because I just I was just looking at a thing about climate lockdowns and the worship of the earth. And that's mm-hmm. what happened at that that weird thing on Mount Sinai that they tried to do, the yeah. climate repentance meeting, and I thought, we're so fast moving in that direction. That does not it surprises me, yet it doesn't, because of everything we're moving towards. Worshiping trees, and I can see how they would do it too. I can see, can't you see that coming? It's so obvious. That's the only direction they have. It's all they've got, right? The people that don't believe in God, the people that want to kind of bring you astray and get you to believe in nature as the God. It, it was a weird yeah, dream. That's all they I, have. In the dream, I started to protest what was going on, and I got escorted out of the church. Whoa! <laughs> it was a. I'm telling you, it was. That's a, a weird one. Very strange, and I remember it. Really? A lot of times, yeah, yeah, you yeah, dream, you don't. You don't yeah, maybe a glimpse, yeah. but I remember this dream. It's it's really weird. Wow. Frightening. Yeah, I guess so. Frightening, My but gosh, I, how could it not be? But it is predicted in scripture that. Yeah. The church is going to get very small and mm-hmm. close. And well, it's like I it's like I when I when I saw those Facebook messages and I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love them. I think that's so needed right now. I just thought, ouch, I hope I hope and pray those same people. The amount of people doing that today is the same in five years. Boy, we better work on ourselves and work on our families. Well, you remember in, in Braveheart how he yeah. had to get married secretly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That was yeah. against the church. Right. It yeah. wasn't against marriage. It was right. against the church. Right. And so yeah. I can foresee that happening again very easily where we start having to, you know, be very stealthy to practice our faith in God. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, do you know the stories well enough to tell them if you didn't have the book in front of you? <laughs> Boy. That's a whole nother question that needs to be answered yep. by people. I think, uh, I think we, that's really the only thing I cling to for hope and, and, and safety are scriptures and not to go religious on every show, but it's Christmas time. I have yeah. to remind everybody it is Christmas time and it is a spiritual war. And if you don't see that, if there's something in you that goes, no, it's not, it's just bad politicians, 
This is a spiritual war. You have got to pick yourself up and bring it out a little farther and look at the bigger picture. This is a spiritual war, and it explains so much about where we're at right now, how we got here, and what what we're doing. Because I see people that leave that, and they're not happier. They're not happier. They'll tell you they are. They don't look happier. Nothing happy comes from that. Um, And that's how you know where truth and goodness are and where it's not, is it's evident. It's evident in what we project daily. You can see the misery. And when people just walk away and try to justify that and walk away from God. I, I don't see happier people. Sorry. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in that. If there was, boy, we would have the secret to the universe, wouldn't we? It's not how it goes. You know, I know quite a few families that have generations of Bibles. Really? I love that. Like I, I, I have my I, I have great. my grandmother's Bible That's and the really note great. she wrote in it. Yeah. It, it's just amazing oh, to read that. What a keepsake. What a keepsake. I love those kinds of things. But I, I just I think the older you get to, you get you, those things mean more to you than anything. Oh, yeah. You got a lot of stuff, like George Carlin said, you got a lot of stuff. <laughs> but it's those little things are the things you would save in a fire. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be all the expensive stuff you bought, right? Or got for Christmas or whatever the case may be. It would be the things that have the memories attached. Because the stuff is about memories, really. Yep. Um, be right back, and we'll share this clip with you. And I want to get your feedback. 888-673-1450. We're live today. Be right back. 